0: Just know you're not alone,
1: because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. Yes, another Sunday, and here with us, and we've got a lot of real estate news to talk about. Here with us, Chuck Crosby from the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Chuck, good to have you here, sir. Good to see you. Yes, indeed. Brad Lawler is owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans, which is a great way of paying back to our vets. They're also the number one home team inspection service in the country. And Brad can be reached on his team at 3570813. Good to see you, Brad, coming from Good morning. Good morning, everyone. His home office. My son Greg from his new digs yep. is Norton Common. Norton Commons. And um, and Greg's got a new microphone, so he even sounds better now than he did last week
2: you you you, you complain so much and you know we're we're in the new house so i figured i couldn't sell it and we'll get some yeah. soundproofing up so we get that echo uh, yeah we'll get rid of the well echo for you
1: so we got that going he, greg does my photography and marketing and so much more and of course you can reach me anytime on my cell phone at 376-5483 we are desperately looking for homes to sell cuz we keep selling them imagine that and coming up a little later in the show how to overcome 10 COVID 19 hurdles when buying a new home. And this will involve both Chuck and Brad a little later on. On that, first up, new reports in their uh, impressive existing home sales jumped 21% in June. That's according to a realtor report. Um, This is something that we expected things to get good after we get through the heart of COVID. And of course, now with COVID coming back, bits and pieces, who, who knows what could happen? Where's the heart? Well, the now the housing market showed continuing signs of recovery in June, with sales rebounding and prices holding strong. That's according to the National Association of Realtors. Uh, NAR reported a 4.7 million dollars in sales of existing homes in June. It's down 11 percent from the 5.3 million of a year before. That's compared to the coronavirus hampered market in May, sales jumped 21 percent. So things things are on the uptick. I think positive information is a big plus in our industry i think let's start with chuck how are closings i got to presume you are seeing this uh as being on the forefront as you do a lot of closings every month
3: yeah we're slammed um we are absolutely slammed uh last year was big i think we've uh, easily uh doubled it wow uh, at this point so uh,
1: let's move it to Brad. Brad, you're, you also were telling me before we started uh, on the air that you were you're busier than you thought. Yeah,
0: we've been very busy. We've actually set weekly records four out of the last six weeks. So it's been uh, really, really busy June
1: and uh, continuing on into July. Meanwhile, just for buyers' uh, information, prices are still rising. The median price of all homes sold by realtors last month rose to $295,300. That's up 3.5% from a year ago, and that's on a na- national, nationwide level. But individually, locally here, we're seeing home sales and continue to do well. One of the things that we're seeing on a regular basis, and we've talked about this in the past couple of months, is that the number of homes on the market in Louisville steadily around uh, 18 to 1900. Now that's not because there are fewer homes coming on the market. It's that more buyers are jumping on homes that are going on the market. So they're staying on the market a matter of hours or days.
2: Well, I think it's, it's, it's more than that though, right? Cause we, we get all these, these, um, statistics from NAR, right? And they're fluffy and they're good and they are good. The, the home the market. make no mistake about it. Markets up, but It's not, it's not really showing like where Chuck and Brad are saying they're slammed, you know, and they should be in this time of year, no matter COVID or not. What we're seeing in my humble prediction is this rush of people not, not knowing and and sitting on equity and sitting on value and being able to flip that into something else and saying, listen, I don't know how much longer this is going to happen. We know interest rates are at unbelievable levels. Everyone's refined. Everyone's buying because I just dropped over a a point and a half from where I was. And that was why Mm -hmm. I made mine. So so I think we're seeing that. We're seeing a shift in what agents are able to get listings and obviously what agents... I see a bunch of people posting on Facebook and social media about how they're losing. A lot of agents are losing out too. So we talked about this, you know, not having strong enough offers and things of that nature. So we're seeing a real shift, but it's not really affecting...
1: Yeah, Uh, I tell you what, Brad so much, but it's affecting agents. Let's pick up that in a couple of minutes for agents who are listening. uh, We'll go over some quick tips to making your offer stand out in a hot market. So if you're working with a buyer, you're going to make an offer. I'll give you a couple of tips, Greg, and I maybe chuck you in as well. But let me back up just a hair for for us. And Chuck and Brad, jump in here because one of the things that's happening in markets around the country, uh, including Louisville, is that Buyers are making offers without ever seeing the home in person. So it, the, the, let's say they're moving to Louisville and they're coming from, name a place, right? Alaska. And they're working with an agent. Let's say it's Billy Willie. I'm making this up. Billy Willie at will, uh, com. So Billy goes in with a camera, either shoots it or does a live Facebook uh, or a live Zoom or whatever it might be to their, the Alaska couple. They like what they see and now they make an offer. So let's talk a little bit about and I'll come to you in a second, Chuck. So think about that scenario. Brad, the things if they're making an unseen of the home in person offer, what should they definitely be doing with an inspection? So they need to do the
0: inspection. We, you know, and I haven't seen it quite so much in the last several weeks. Um, but we still have some agents that are telling their clients, "Don't get a home inspection because you might mess up the deal." Um, of course, as a home inspector, I think that's a horrible idea. If you're making the largest investment of your life, um, you want, you know, for a few hundred bucks, you want the professionals to go in and take a look at that house. We are seeing a lot of our clients that are making offers sight unseen. Uh, They might've done a virtual walkthrough, maybe, maybe not, but in order to remain competitive, they make a strong offer and then they show up at the inspection and go through the walkthrough with us. So I definitely encourage uh, anybody to be part of the walkthrough uh, at the end of that inspection, just so they know, you know, what type of challenges that they
1: might face with that house. If the buyers are still in, let's again, using the same with Billy Willie in Alaska. Yep. Um, will home inspectors now, even with COVID coming back, will you allow the buyers agent to follow you with a maybe a live camera with a, a, a FaceTime whatever to have questions and answers as you go through the house
0: yeah so we've done a couple things one yes we have had some agents that have come to do that walk through with us uh, particularly at the end when we've when we wrapped up the inspection of course with home team we get the inspection report to the client the same day so they'll know right away uh, but we have had some out-of-town buyers that may you know come into town four weeks later six weeks later and they ask us to come out, you know, and do a walkthrough through their house at that point in time. So we're happy to do that as well. Even once they do get to town, you know, we'll we'll do the walkthrough then. But yes, we have a lot of agents or, you know, even our teams, you know, we're all equipped with with mobile cameras and laptops and tablets and we can do the walkthrough virtually. We do a Zoom walkthrough uh, as an option for those clients who aren't comfortable going into a home right now or they're, they're out of town. So Let's either we'll- side of
1: it. Got it. Let's move it to Chuck. So from a buyer beware perspective, Mm -hmm. I would think the first thing that agents who are listening, who may be in this position, not only take pictures and video of the inside of the house, take pictures of the outside surrounding the house on either side. I would think that's to ensure safety that the buyer knows the type of neighborhood that they're going in. You agree with that? Yeah.
3: I don't even know that that's even close to being sufficient. Yeah. Uh, uh, From the, if, you know, if it's uh, your fellow talking to the, the sellers obviously caveat emptor is gonna you know protect them fairly much but uh, if you're the agent for the people they they show up in person after closing they find out that oh hey wait a minute your angles were off or something like that that just seems like an area that's ripe for uh trouble Uh, is
1: there legal action that can be taken against the buyer's agent if he or she has followed all the precautions that he possibly or she possibly could
2: prove misrepresentation right
3: well we're we're not we're not even going down that road we're just going down a hey you you told me this and that's what i relied on so i'm gonna sue you for whatever um you know running after somebody's license i don't know about that so much but uh i I would want to have a ironclad hold harmless where they specifically say they're not relying on on this that or the other that you've provided them
2: um that's that just seems really scary to me well as i remember bob you we yeah. used to be you know when we said when i started with you about let's say eight, eight years ago you used to I mean, somebody came in sight unseen. You would be saying, "Nope, sorry." Listen, this is yeah. this is not that. That this is a yeah. different market. But no, you know. but
1: I still believe if we we're representing a seller and someone, and we have ways of telling through our showing time desk. But if a seller, uh, if I represent the seller, if a buyer comes in with an agent who's again, willy-nilly is the agent and the person's in Alaska and they haven't seen the home in person. I'll counsel our seller and say, listen, there are a lot of problems that can occur, not necessarily now, but down the road. So here's what, what I, con- I'm concerned about guys and this is a real concern. So the willy-nilly makes the offer on behalf of the uh, the buyers in Alaska it's sight unseen, they come in with a strong offer, let's say my seller's accepted, then the buyers now make the trip to um, or the Louisville area for the inspection uh, 10 days later, because now they've booked a plane flight, and now they're here, they look at the house, and they can pull out on inspections, mm-hmm. con- a contingency, just by not liking what they see, and, mm-hmm. and not even have a real reason, right, Chuck, there's yeah. no, there's no right. reason, yeah, yeah.
2: Regardless of COVID, it's all you know. That's always how it's been, and at the end of yeah, the day, so you, you, that's that's why you do what you do. You you counsel yeah. your sellers to make sure they say, "Hey, listen, if it's the only offer, maybe it's a good offer. But if you have multiple offers, chances are that's the last offer that's going to be top of the heat." See what what the way I'm looking at it is.
3: There's been nothing that's changed legally here in this whole you know uh, scenario. All we're changing is market. Uh, we're changing you know COVID. None of those have any relation to the underlying legal aspects. Everything's still the same as before, and i would I would want a if I were a realtor, I would want an ironclad hold harmless that says, "Hey, I have told you making an offer with site unseen is not the best idea, but you've decided to go ahead and do it anyhow. Just like an attorney would if i if if you want to do something and I advise you against it, you're going to sign a piece of paper that says, "I advised against it."
1: Yeah, I, would you, Chuck? Can we volunteer for maybe a fee for an agent who wants a hold harmless written by an attorney that would protect them? I would suspect that you could provide that for them and and keep them safe.
3: Oddly, um, that one right there lets me do just that.
1: <laughs> okay, good. Well, if you want to reach out to Chuck, four nine nine six three six zero is his direct number. By the way, we're about to give some tips out that are meant for agents, but for all of our listeners, if you want to review these, jot these down now or later, you can go to uh, louisvilleanswers.com, and that's the d- redirect to uh, our video recording of this show so you can repeat as many times as you want or send it to your agent. Of course, we'd love to be your agent, and you can reach me on that for three seven six five 5483 r So some some suggestions to Um, Any agent who's listening to us, you may or may not know this, for buyers who may or may not know this, and guys, uh, feel free to jump in to making your offer stand out in what is a hot market. I would suggest to all buyer agents to communicate both verbally and by text with the listing agent just to find out if there are any particular items that the listing, uh, the sellers want, uh, maybe a time frame for moving um, it could be a variety of things, but that way you're in contact with the listing agent and they know that you may have a strong buyer who's looking to make an offer. Then also keep your offer simple. I know you might want to put a home warranty in it, you might want to put a couple of different things, especially you might want a contingency on the closing of the, the buyer's home. But if at all possible, I would suggest not going there, make it very simple. Also, be ready to move fast. I would pr- suggest that you do a practice run with your buyers with how to sign documents, make sure that they know how to use either DocuSign, sign or, De- or Dot .loop, whatever it might be, so that when something comes up on the market and they're ready to move, if you're, they're not with you when you are viewing the house, in other words, they're going to think about it, they go home and say, okay, we're ready to go, then the next step at this point is going to be make sure they know how to make this move forward quickly to get the offer in also be aware of the latest techniques and um, here's where i'm going to defer to chuck on one of these Uh, an escalation clause with a cap if your agent Mm -hmm. doesn't know what that is by now time to rethink the agent you're working with sorry this is a a standard uh system we're using a standard clause that we're using that needs to be used by all agents to make the offer stand out the thing that i'm worried about though is um if you're going to rewrite something in the contract chuck that maybe you want to cross out the inspection clause or something along those lines that could be dangerous to the the buyer agent as well like it may sweeten the deal for the uh the seller to accept this price right. offer but at the same time it may do them more harm than good correct
3: yeah well my experience is that if uh if Let's say the buyer goes in and on your advice has waived certain clauses. And then after closing, they find out that they needed those clauses. Uh, you can bet there's going to be uh, some trouble. And, you know, the memory of that, that quick uh, phone call we had is not going to, you know, at all come into play. Uh, so the rule of thumb is always a short pencil is better than a long memory any day of the week
1: meaning just just for those who don't follow the chuck crosby nacho radiator chip logic the short pencil meaning put it in writing yeah, it and in make writing. them sign off on it make that they've agreed
3: yeah every single time uh you just the clauses are in there because things have happened that's, that's yeah. something happens so they add something else in there guarantee if you waive some of it you're sooner or later gonna stick your foot in it
1: yep so be careful agents if you're i, I was with a uh a listing uh, earlier this past week where the sellers wanted to remove some of the the verbiage in the listing contract and i said these are yeah. board certified attorney approved contracts let's go over what your problems are with the listing contract and let's see if i can't calm your well, your fears. and
3: it even goes a little further than that bob uh yeah. technically writing a contract is practicing law how is it yeah. you can write a contract and not be an attorney because yep. you're filling in the blanks if you Go and you rewrite the thing, eh, you might have stepped out a little bit and uh in legal uh, uh scenarios uh if you if you're say you're just a regular uh doctor a family practitioner, yeah. but you go and you act as a brain surgeon you're going to be held to the standard of a brain surgeon, so if you're a realtor and you start acting like an attorney, guess which standard you get held to. Ew.
1: A good analogy. I think you're absolutely right on. So, And I know a lot of my fellow compadres out there as agents know that. But just buyers and sellers know that we should not, would not, should not change the contracts that we signed because they are approved by our board and also the um, the attorneys who created them. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we've got a list of, uh, I think, I personally think this is uh, 10 different COVID-19 hurdles when buying a a home. That's coming back. In the studio, well, in our homes and or offices, Brad Luller, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 3570813, the great Chuck Crosby, who has coined the, cha- the phrase radi- radi- radiator radi- nachos. Chips. <laughs> um, another show another time at the Crosby Law Offices at four nine nine six three six zero. My son, Greg, who does all of our marketing and pictures and so much more. And you can reach me anytime. And by the way, you can go to louisvillezillow.com to read what people are writing about us. It's not all spectacular. There's a couple of clunkers in there, but we try to be as good as we possibly can be. Or go to louisvillesellerstalk.com to uh, see what uh, the sellers are saying about us. And again, if you want to see a replay of the show, louisvilleanswers.com will take you to a redirect, and you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
3: 6360.
1: This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad
0: Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we're able to inspect your home when you need it radon testing home inspection termite reports one call does it all get the team get home team
1: Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at Remax Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today.
0: As a real estate investor, I look for sharp agents who really know their market agents who do so much business. They can find me the right investment property and sell it for the most money without drama. When I need real estate advice in Louisville, I call Bob and Greg Sokoler. Their innovative marketing attracts hundreds of buyers every month, which creates more demand for your home, selling it faster and for more money. They guarantee to sell it on your timeline They'll buy it. Call the agents I trust, Bob and Greg Sokoler, and avoid the drama.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokoler, and the Louisville Real Estate Show here. Back with you for the next couple of minutes talking about real estate. Here in the studios, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 3570813, my son Greg, who does our marketing photography, and you can reach me, as Barbara Corcoran talks about, or just talked about a moment ago, you can reach me for our Guaranteed sell Program, or just to list and sell your home, which is what we do most of the time, at 376-5483. All right, so there are some concerns with COVID-19, or even without COVID-19, to overcome when you're buying a home. So let's go through these. Let's start with a termite inspection on a home you buy, and it's showing damage. Brad, best suggestions on something that comes back. You don't have to run, because there aren't that many homes on the market. Your suggestions. So, well, let's start with the fact that every home in
0: this area should have a termite inspection done mm-hmm. uh, as part of the transaction. Not everybody opts to, to get the termite inspection. There will be places that are found.
1: Uh oh, we lost, We lost Brad. Let's see if he comes back to us. This is the dangers of doing a Zoom radio show. He's still there. In a freeze, frozen in time There uh, damage has there been is. Done. Oh, We lost uh, we you there for a second. Time.
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's all right. So the, pick uh, it up with... Termites got yeah. me there. That's so, all right. Yeah, so you need to make sure that you get the termite inspection in this part of the, uh, the country. Uh, that's important, but if damage is found uh, during the termite inspection, it is something you want to make sure that there's no evidence of termite uh,
1: infestations that are still there, and you need to make sure that it has been treated. Got it. Moving on. The appraisal is too low. Now, this just happened to Greg's wife, Casey. Well, you went on what ended up happening with that, Greg?
2: Yeah, I kind of directed her and and tried to help her out through that process. Basically, it was one of these situations where there was no homes on the market, multiple offers, way above where they listed it, accepted that offer. It appraised well below. Um, In this case, the appraiser actually put the wrong information down on the appraisal report, they challenged it, he decided not to change it, which they don't have to, but we went to the lender and they worked out a deal um, on both the buyer and seller side and say, listen, if, if the buyers really want this house, they need to go pay for another appraisal because this report is wrong and here's where we can show you it's wrong and the appraiser you guys picked is refusing to change it. So if you want the house, Get a new appraisal, and they happening. order a new appraisal. Yeah, And this
1: is happening more often than not, folks, just so you know on this appraisal problem. Next, clouds on the title. We go to Chuck Crosby. If there are clouds on the
3: title, what do you suggest? Uh, don't close until they are picked up. Now, clouds is kind of a... Uh, A term of art. A cloud is something that might look like a lien or look like an encumbrance, but in fact actually is not. Let's say uh, Mercury Federal Savings and Loan uh, from back in the late 80s didn't release a mortgage because they went out of business. It's been paid, there's been three, four mortgages down the road, that sort of thing. That would be a cloud. Uh, but uh, I'm, I don't know what the deal is, but generally when the market gets tight, uh, we get properties with title problems that are just ridiculous. You don't close until you fix them, period. And you always get title insurance.
1: And I will tell you from personal experience that I have never, I have not found anyone who does a better job in clearing up title problems better than chuck crosby he's at he is at the forefront of that
2: so he's the a- sunshine and he throws the cloud off
3: yeah he yeah no. brings it. we just we just track it down and i bug him until they fix it so there all you right. go all right
1: moving forward home inspection shows defects uh suggestions on that brad Well, look, no home is perfect. Every house, including new
0: construction, is going to have some issues to deal with. Um, You know, we always advise the clients anything can be fixed. So it's really just a matter of the agents getting together and determining, you know, how to resolve those issues. There's always going to be defects found there. So just prepare yourself for that.
1: And a suggestion, if they are defects that need to be fixed, ask your home inspector to come back out and make sure that they've been fixed properly, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We do a lot of reinspections uh for those. It is important. Uh obviously they'll the seller should be giving them receipts uh showing who did the work and what type of work, but yeah, it's not a bad idea to uh have another disinterested third party inspect it again before closing. Yeah.
3: yeah. Just to throw in one thing, had a yeah. closing year not too long ago where receipts were given uh that might not have been entirely accurate.
1: Yeah. Uh, so make sure the receipts are legit, is what you're
3: saying. Yeah. Or just have bread, go out and reinspect
1: yeah. it. Yeah. The work was done. That's So wh- how about one party gets cold feet so the buyers may say, Hey, listen, I'm, um, I'm thinking this just happened to us. Uh, I'm thinking I'm not going to close on the house. Well, there are damages that are going to end up, uh, in that buyer's, uh, backyard. Correct. Chuck.
3: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> uh,
3: for instance, let's say it's a hundred thousand dollar house, uh, buyers, uh, Walk on it, and the next uh, person that comes in to purchase it, fair market arm's length transaction is ninety thousand. Well, that's that's damages right there that you can be sued for, and certainly commissions. Whoever walks out on the deal, well, there's a couple of realtors that are owed some money.
1: Key points, and so remember, if you're thinking you got cold feet, um, and one thing you don't want to do because most. Lenders will not do this. So, the, in this case, we had a person trying to do this claim that they lost their job due to COVID, Then mm-hmm. the lender wouldn't back would not back them up, which was a bigger problem for the buyers. Just FYI, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. well, good faith is always a big part of this. Uh, you know, the person that goes out and buys the Lamborghini the day before closing to try and kill the deal,
1: yeah,
2: uh,
3: yeah, that's that's bad faith. Uh,
1: and we've only got a minute now. Well, two minutes left. Just FYI, your financing falls through. That could be a, a problem, though there's always a lender like Swan. We, we talk with Randy Rocky all the time. Swan Financial has gotten the job done with other lenders were not able to do it, so keep an eye out for that. The home is in a high-risk area. Anybody want to – you receive a document, let's say, outlining the natural hazards that may affect the home, floods, earthquake, or in this case, maybe it's in a flood zone. That may put your back end ratios off, meaning you can't afford to pay flood insurance and buy the home. That could be a problem. Brad, I'm
2: curious, real quick, do you you ever see uh, coal ash issues on the west side? The west side of town. I know there's been there's some. I've seen some leaflets when I go do some listings over there, but I don't know if you see anything inspection wise that would throw you. That would be a red flag.
0: No, not not really. I mean, there are sometimes we we look at things that are obscuring the exterior of a home, but I can't, you know, without testing it. I don't know what you Looking know, what's dirt, what's specific. coal ash, yeah, what's any type of chemical residue that that might be beyond and the it's house.
3: Not just coal ash. I mean, you go out into parts of Oklahoma where they've got landfills. You've got nickel yep. and right. all manner of things in the soil.
2: Yep. Yep, yeah. Those well, high risk more more than just flood zones for high risk yeah. zones.
3: And
1: then in some cases, if it's in a flood zone, you can ask the seller to pay a couple of years of the flood insurance, which would hopefully get you out of that problem. We are going, we're out of time. We're going to hold, put a hold on it here with this and then pick this up again with our show next week, guys, since Chuck and Brad are back. And we'll talk about some of the other problems and ways to, to overcome them with uh, buying a home in a COVID-19 world. So hopefully that will keep you coming back for next week folks again we thank chuck crosby the crosby law offices at 499-6360 thanks buddy good to see you we'll see you next see you week. also brad lawler home team inspection services they hire vets they're the number one home team inspection service in the country you can reach brad and his team at 3570813 thanks for being here always a pleasure my son, Greg, who always brings uh, another viewpoint, uh, one that's well-needed as well as does our marketing and uh, does our photography and does a great job. Thank you there, buddy. Thank Appreciate you. that. And then you can reach me. By the way, just a reminder, you can go to louisvillesellerstalk.com to see what people are saying, LouisvilleZillow.com to see what people have written about us, and then to see a rebroadcast of the show, louisvilleanswers.com is a rebroadcast. Our home buying or home selling seminar this past week went really well. We'll probably end up doing it again. And if you need to reach me anytime, 376-5483 is my direct number again. 376-5483. We are out of time. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.